Hello and welcome to the 15th episode of the State Hornet Sports Podcast. My name is Sean Holko and I am the sports editor. On this week's episode, copy editor Robbie Pierce and I talk about what it's like to play underrepresented sports as we both did back in high school. Now my conversation with Robbie. All right, so I am here with the copy editor of the State Hornet, Mr. Robbie Pierce. Hello. Welcome, Mr. Robbie Pierce. Thank you. All right, so... Robbie, you and I were just chatting in the newsroom um, a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. about the sports that we played in high school. I played golf in high school. You ran car- cross country. And I, so a little background about me in high school is I played golf all four years. I played varsity golf all four years. And, and to some people that might be impressive, but the reason why I played varsity golf all four years is when I joined as a freshman, we barely had enough players to even have a varsity team, let mm-hmm. alone a JV team. So as a freshman, I got on varsity right away on the golf team. Then I played golf all four years in high school. And a, a quick story I want to tell, and this relates to it all is my freshman year when I was on the golf team, and I went to Rosemont High School here in Sacramento, but my freshman year when I was on the golf team, all the football players that I was friends with ran out of the weight room that they were doing like off-season conditioning, Mm -hmm. and they would run out of the weight room, and they'd see me golfing, and they'd be like, oh, Sean, yeah, you're so cute playing golf, (laughs) and kind of like looking down on me because I played golf, which at the time, like not many people played golf, and we know as you get older, you Mm -hmm. start to play golf, and it it becomes a, a fun activity, and it really becomes the main sport that a lot of older people play, but as a high school student, a lot of my football friends kind of looked down on me as a golfer. But then by my senior year, when they would all run out to do their conditioning, they'd all say, oh, yeah, Sean, you're killing it. You smashed that ball. And then, like, the the perspective and just, like, how it was thought about just, like, completely changed um, in the course of me in high school. So that's just my brief little story about playing four years of golf in high school. But what was it like for you uh, running cross country, and how long did you do it? So I ran cross country and track for four seasons each. Um, I don't see my cross country team was actually pretty sizable. I think I made varsity my junior year. Like I might have ran one meet sophomore as of I might have ran one varsity meet as a sophomore just to like fill space. But I think I like consistently was on varsity by my junior season of cross country. I never actually did made it. Never actually made varsity in track. Um, so. The funnest thing I can tell you is that the cross-country team and the long-distance track team, because it's subdivided into event groups, cross-country team and long-distance track th- team are were, were the same team. It was the same people, same coach even, most of the time. And um, it was essentially, it, it came down to where there were two different athletes. You either ran cross-country and did distance track during your off-season, or you ran distance track and did cross-country during your off-season. Um, but it was cool because it really had that camaraderie aspect because you were around people for like the entire year. Was there, was there a stigma for, for you like that some people had about cross country or, or track? It's a little more popular and a little more represented than, than the game of golf, at least with high schoolers. But was there any type of stigma against your sport? Like there was for me? No, honestly, like that's, that kind of surprised me that story that you had. It was really kind of like chill. Like we didn't make fun of the golf team. Nobody made fun of the cross country team, but also like, my high school in general was just overall pretty positive from what I saw. Um, but yeah, no, cross country was just kind of like the, 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 the thing, our relationship to the campus was that we just constantly had people asking us like, hey, why do you run 
as a sport? Why do you do that to yourself? And the running joke on the team was that none of us could field a decent answer. Yeah, you know, I I was I would have probably been a part of that group asking the questions because for me personally, like I never really um, enjoyed running very much, mm-hmm. so I probably would ask that. And that's also probably why I the sport I did play all throughout high school was golf, where we just got to walk across the golf yeah. course and didn't really physically exert ourselves. There was there was a tongue in cheek like your uh, your sports punishment is our sports sport, mm-hmm. but no, honestly, we were kind of just there. Like, we were barely acknowledged positively or negatively. Like, I, we definitely joked, like, oh, yeah, football team made it to the quarterfinals. Entire town goes nuts. Cross country goes all the way to state, and, like, one person cares, if that. <laughs> yeah, and, and that kind of just gets into the larger uh, discussion that we're getting into right now is that there are so many sports out there, but the, the main ones are really just football, soccer, basketball, and baseball. Mm-hmm. And, and maybe in other parts of the country, hockey could be included in that discussion. Yeah. But it really is just those four main sports. And then all the other sports like cross country or golf, they really are underrepresented and they're underappreciated. And that's something that you and I both experienced in high school. Mm-hmm. And so I want to bring up a, a little story now. And this is, this is from um, General Staffer Brooke Uhlenhoff. And she went to St. Francis High School here in Sacramento. It is it is a private school. But she was telling me that she was on the water polo team, and the water polo team wasn't treated the same as some of the more known sports. Mm-hmm. And this is what Brooke told me. She said, at St. Francis, the volleyball and basketball teams got free shoes, gym bags, and some other stuff. But all we got on swim and water polo were caps that we had to buy and the, the school, or she said all that we got was caps, and then they had to buy their uniforms and the suits that they had to wear along with shirts and sweatshirts uh, that represented the team. But yet the volleyball and basketball teams both got everything for free. And, and she also went on to say they got the shoes when the school switched to being sponsored by Adidas. So big brands like Adidas mm-hmm. want to sponsor the main teams like like volleyball and basketball, but for some reason a water polo team isn't included in in that sponsorship. And I would assume a a golf team or cross country isn't included in that. So real quickly, Robbie, what do you think about that? Well, really funny. Our cross country track team actually had a pretty big sponsor in Le Schwab tires. So would you say it really (laughs) depends on like probably by the school, by the school and also by the area you're in, because like there was like two Le Schwab's like within driving distance of the school. But, you know, I, I think the other thing is that it comes down to why certain sports are underrepresented or underappreciated. I, I think it's really just that when you get into, like, the big three, it's just those are spectator-friendly sports. Like, yeah, we can lament it and be like, oh, nobody cares about the old cross-country team, but, like, no one's going to go out to the field and, like, watch someone run for 30 minutes. Exactly, and the same thing kind of applies with golf, is that unless it's like a professional sport or mm-hmm. at least it's like a collegiate team, then you're not really going to have people walking around the golf course and like following you around and watching you hit every shot. And they more so just look for the highlights and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. they want to hear from us about it instead of like watching it for three hours themselves. So that's that's kind of the bigger issue that, that we wanted to talk about on this week's episode. Thank you for tuning in to the 15th episode of the State Hornet Sports Podcast. If you want to check out more State Hornet Sports content, go to statehornet.com slash sports. Make sure to tune in next week for the last episode of the first season when I review the top 10 stories from the fall 2019 semester. Tune in next week.